0: Before I die, tryna fuck you, baby Hopefully we don't have no babies I don't even wanna go back home Hopefully I don't need you on your own Hit you up with the ball, bomb, bomb, bomb Not a sub, but you still be my hoe get a hundred thousand girls on my door Spend my dog, then we gotta get to go Girl, we gotta go Don't ask me for sushis no more Tastes like tootsie roll. I'm just tryna kiss you on a ball. Ay. Wet on wet. Pipe in the ocean. That's set, Sound sex. Set, sound sex, sex. I know. And then what's up? What's next? Pipe it. Pipe pipe, pipe it. Pipe it up. Uh. Pipe it so good it make you run. Huh. Always looking underneath my gut. Uh.
1: You you already know what it is. You are listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy DME.
2: It's your boy Cozy Rich.
1: How we doing this week? Living my best life per usual. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm feeling great. Um, Feeling better, actually, because I kind of felt like uh, recently there's been like a little disconnect, and listeners of the show probably felt it as well. But I feel like within, at least this last weekend... I've been feeling better, you know. I've been feeling like myself lately, genuinely happy, and it's been it's been less so far. So I'm just riding that wave. Disconnect how? I don't know. I think just dealing with um, dealing with school and work and just all the stress. I felt like um. I don't know. I feel like I lost touch with my roots. If that makes sense, like I haven't been doing anything recently because I've been so busy. So taking a actual break this weekend. Um, to do the things that I enjoy doing kind of brought me back to myself. Like, I got to chill with a lot of people. I got to chill with a lot of my people. I saw my brother graduate on Sunday, so, like, that was dope, and I got to be around my family that I don't see that often anymore. So, it was just a bunch of good vibes, and I felt good to, like, be in that. You feel me?
2: I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I can relate to that. I mean, this weekend was pretty good. It was, like, the first full weekend really being back home and just relaxing and doing nothing. Um, I got a new car this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, my Man
1: graduated college and he up now, B.
2: I ain't say all that. but uh, I'm
1: saying that shit. I ain't
2: say all that. But, like, yeah, my my other car was a piece of shit and it was breaking down on me. And it wasn't worth the money to put. It wasn't worth it to put the money into it because... Yeah, that car just wasn't worth it. You feel me? It yeah. wasn't. It didn't have the value. Yeah, I hear you. So I'd be losing money putting money into that car. So I just had to get a new one. Um, got myself a nice little Acura TL. Hey. 08, all black. Hey. Feel me? Leather interior. Hey. Got the moon roof. What else? Got the back camera. What else? Got the navigation.
1: Did you tint your windows yet? Nah. You tint your windows, pimp. Tint your windows, pimp I'm I can't not, wait to get my shit tinted
2: I'm not big on getting t- my windows tinted Because I feel like that's a reason to get pulled over I mean, yeah you just, shit.
1: you just gotta make sure you don't force it Like, I like mean, if 35, I, but 35 the, th- the thing
2: is, when you tint your windows to the legal limit It's not doing shit
1: Ah, that's where you're wrong Yeah. Cause, trust me, trust me My first car this was man trying to get me arrested Never, never, never What? Uh, my first car was an O2 Ford Focus um, that was gifted to me. Uh, you tinted, the windows, an tinted the windows on an O2 Ford Focus. The windows on an O two Ford Focus. And when I this tell you, this thing got some balls. The car, the car, just like it, it, made, it gave it such a sexier look. It, it just, it was dope because I looked at it and I was like, "Wow!" I'm trying to imagine
2: an O two Ford Focus, bro, and I'm just. If, ca- if that ever drove past me, I'm like, who the fuck is driving? Now? You just like, know why? that a nigga's in that car. Like, why? <laughs> what
1: was the need for that? <laughs> but honestly, and when I get like when I get my new car tinted, it's gonna be dope too. I just like the privacy in my car because I feel like I fuck around a lot in my car, and the worst thing to do is fucking up fucking around doing a bunch of stupid shit in your car and then you look to your left or your right and then there's just a driver right next to you that was just watching you the entire time Now i'm just like oh fuck well fuck it sometimes if i'm like wilding out od i get embarrassed if it's nothing serious i'm like oh fuck it but But i think i just like the the feeling of tinted windows i'm just it's privacy you feel me
2: i mean to be honest like when i'm in my car i could care less what people see me doing because one these people are seeing me for about two seconds Mm -hmm. out of their entire day Mm -hmm. and they're not gonna remember me in the five minutes so whatever the fuck they saw unless it's me like crashing or like if it ain't me crashing they ain't gonna remember whatever the fuck they saw so i'm gonna just do whatever the fuck i want unless it's the ops yeah you see those are the only people that i would ever really like want to tip my windows forward. But then again, I feel like that just gives them a reason to, to press me like, oh, let me let me test your windows.
1: You feel me? Yeah, and you're also good because you have your own space like at the crib. You feel me? I mean, yeah. Pe- people that don't got their own space at the crib, sometimes when people are trying to catch fingers, it, it'd be in the whip. So... I hear it. Your I windows weren't it. tinted. People walking by. All you see is a, just an ass cheek raising up and down. <laughs> it starts to raise questions. But I get it. Like you, like I... We both got our own space, so we don't got to worry about that. But for the people that don't, y'all if should tint your a, windows, Pim. If
2: I didn't move back home, I probably would have found a, a place to rent. Because No, nah, actually, let me rephrase that. Because obviously, if I didn't move back home, I wouldn't need a place to rent. That's stupid as fuck of me to say it like
1: that. <laughs> Sorry, people. Yeah, I was about to say I was like, damn, if you weren't moving back home. You would leave us to go sign another lease. That oh no nah, no! Nah. I basically crazy. <laughs> basically
2: what I was saying is, if I didn't have my own space back home, I would either I would have either stayed in Bridgewater for another year or something like that, and just figured it out. Yep. found a found a good job out there, and that way. Yep. Or I would have just found another spot out here and just some roommates and shit. I hear that because best believe it, I ain't going back to sharing rooms. Like it's not. going... Oh yeah, nah,
1: that was high school. I haven't shared a room since like sophomore year of college and I don't plan on going back anytime soon that's not me even Actually, though yeah, like yo Derek Shane, was the last time I shared a
3: room
2: yeah. Derek
1: and Shane I fuck with y'all I really do but you gotta think about um me coming up in the type of household I came up in where it was just me and my mom and I had my own I had my own spot coming into college having to sh- having to share a room with two other people imagine right imagine your whole life you never had to share a room and then the day you go to college you put in a forced double well forced triple so you're sharing a room with two people. Damn, you know I gave life, I gave them the bunks. I got the you know how you know
2: how many people lived that life.
1: Yeah, and I'm sorry.
2: Like, like yo, a lot of people had to go
1: through what you. Oh did. yeah, a lot you of people had to go through. It's crazy. You oh, I am special. Special. I am special. I am special. Of no, course. you're not. Now nah, I'm just kidding. Four people thinking I'm not humble, Before I got people thinking I'm not humble. Um, no, it's great, but like, I was in it for school, and then when I got out of it, it's just like yo, it's so much better. I just don't want to go back. So, I don't plan on going back to sharing a room anytime soon. Anytime. I mean, we
2: basically grown now. I don't, like, you feel me? That's, like, yeah. expectation, not even, like, a, we it's just expectation for us at this point. Like, why would we be sharing rooms? Like, you know what
1: I mean? I mean, like, sometimes we, we, pay, when, we got our own jobs. We pay our own bills. Like, I ain't. I mean, sometimes when people are like grown, graduated. Hey, um, hey,
2: why are you pulling oh, that my down fault, for? My fault. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. it was a sturdy. No,
1: no, don't pull it down. My fault. All right. So uh-huh. people, we're in Rich's crib today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, what we're in Rich's spot is? tonight. Hey, patu And I thought I thought I saw. A st- He's a sturdy trying to fuck surface. on my closet. I have a. I, I have I saw, a. I thought I saw a, a sturdy surface, but it's all right. Um, what I was saying. What What was I even talking about?
2: You were talking
1: about your day. Oh, no, I wasn't. Um, but, no, I was talking about how, you know, uh, people that graduated college and they still move out into their own space. And then they find a couple of people to move in with. When people can't afford having their own room, they still they still bunk up. I don't know how they do it. Grown people Bro, sharing 20, rooms. 20. But shout out to y'all, B, because I, I can't do that.
2: I mean, yo, when you don't got the money to do shit, you just got to gotta, oh, yeah, you gotta do what you got
1: to do. You feel me? Of course. Catch me People at don't crib. got choices. Catch me in Maldon, Massachusetts, living with my mother, if that's the case. You feel me?
2: Yeah. Shout out Mama Dukes <laughs> for taking out. me back in. She, yeah. She and, um, she said, I don't live here. I just, I stay here. That's what she said. So don't get comfortable. Verbatim.
1: <laughs> so in other words, your mom wants you out the crib. I, I don't know. <laughs> she talking like that she don't want me out the crib because like I, I'm about to say, let's bring it downstairs. I would
2: honestly we could do that we I could ask her and I guarantee she because uh mm. we're on the podcast she gonna put on her customer service ass voice feel me be <laughs> extra polite you know how every how every woman be when they exactly. in front of the public so she ain't gonna give her honest opinion
1: exactly. invite you to the crib when they Exactly, so
2: there would be no point of that but (laughs) she she don't want me out the crib but she says she wants me out the crib because every time i entertain the thought of leaving the crib she's like why would you leave yeah you feel me (laughs) like what what, 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 for what you got everything here you got your own space downstairs i'm just like mom no i don't (laughs) but thank you i love you but i owe the day i like
1: the day i like permanently moved out of malden and into my own spot in bridgewater (laughs) That was maybe two years ago. My mom is still hitting my line trying to get me to move back. Still. Summer vacation, fam. We, we just started summer break. She was like, Dev, you know, if the bills are getting hard and you feel like you can't keep up with them, you know, just, just come home, blah, blah, blah. And keep in mind. My mom gave my room away. So, <laughs> so if I was to move, back I home, I would, I'd hit her with the so, mom, like, when I move home, if I move home, what, where am I staying? Yeah, you got to kick your brother out, B. Like, <laughs> if that's the case, <laughs> she'd probably be like, okay. <laughs> or she would, like, try to find a new crib with, like, three rooms, and that's more money. So it's like, why well, do all that shit? I'm, I'm comfortable in my own space. Let me chill. You feel me? Where I ain't gotta deal with the house rules and shit. Yeah. Go, go. Yeah, death. but um, fuck, fuck my selfish ass needs. Uh, let's get to the shits. So um, if people um, they put out a track, I believe, on Saturday morning. Yes, yes, Saturday morning. Um, they put out Friday a track. Friday night. It got leaked Friday night. Came out Saturday morning, if we want to say that. <laughs> um, so Chris Brown's dropping his album Indigo, I believe next week or in two weeks i think it's next weekend and you know i lied i think it's in two weeks yeah june 28th um and there's a lot of features on this shit two weeks two weeks right yeah Yeah. he has a lot of features on it i think it's coming out to be 32 songs long why chris brown is still doing this nobody knows um this man makes hits after hits in a studio all all day long so he probably just got a shitload of them so as we know, um, earlier in the year, Chris Brown and Drake ended their beef. Uh, I think they ended it on social media, and then uh, Drake brought Chris Brown out on his tour, and then they like officially deaded the beef in public. So we were ready to we were ready for everyone to make music again because, because you
2: already know once you once you end a rap beef, you got to make a song with the person you ended the rap beef with to make it official.
1: Exactly, and the fact that it's Chris Brown and Drake one of the top two you know what's crazy like, musicians out there we were all excited
2: i'm surprised this is the first time i'm really hearing a cb and drake's like collab
1: cuz they had beef my thing is like they've been around
2: for so- both of them have been around for like over a decade and this is really the first time i'm hearing a track with them together they ha- they like, even have- when they were first blowing up like you know what i mean like i would expect them to do something cuz yeah. drake be collabing with everyone true like, legitimately think- everyone
1: I think the beef started 2012, um, so that was what seven years they've been they were beefing for, and obviously 2012, a little before that in 2010, Chris Brown was I mean 2007 Chris Brown was going. Chris Brown's uh, been around since shit. we
2: were in elementary school. Yeah, he's been. And Drake's school. been around since we were in middle school. Yeah,
1: Chris Brown been out for longer than Drake. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. So yeah, like but I'm they, just saying. they had time.
1: Yeah, they had time, um, but I think it's because like. Chris going through his shit in 2007 with the whole Rihanna shit. I think. Um, that was 2007. Yeah, it was 2007. God damn. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I have a whole, like, opinion on that entire thing that I don't want to get into because we might get canceled. <laughs> but. Um, I would love to hear that opinion one day. Oh, yeah, of course. But um, that shit happened. And I think because of that, a lot of people were. Hesitant on working with Chris because they didn't want to be caught under that limelight. A lot of people are still doing that now. They still won't work with Chris because of what happened fucking 12 years ago. Um, but with these two, apparently they beefed over a girl. Don't know if it's Rihanna.
2: I was about to say. Don't know if it's Carucci.
1: I don't know who, but apparently the beef started over a girl. They fought in a club one day and then it was just beef forever. I remember, I remember this. I remember hearing yeah. this. Yeah. I remember... They collabed on Nicki's song, um, Only. You remember that track? It was Nicki, Chris no. Brown, Drake, and Wayne. Nope. It's like, I never fucked Weezy, never fucked Drake, all my life, man, fuck, say. You remember that song? Yes. Yeah, so it was that song. I don't remember Chris Brown on that track. Exactly. Um, Wait, so you don't?
2: I don't remember Chris Brown on that he, track. He sung the hook. He must have, because I, I, I don't remember his voice at all.
1: Yeah, he sung the hook. It was special about that song because... Um, when it came out, people saw Drake and Chris Brown's name underneath the same like headline. And they were like, what? Oh, like, shit. Yeah, we were like, what? And, but then when you watched the video, you knew the beef was still going on because they were never together in the same shot. They, they filmed the video at di- different locations mm-hmm. to separate Drake and Chris Brown. Chris Brown shot his scene, I think, by himself his like his shots and then Drake, Wheezy, and Wayne Drake, uh Nikki and Wayne were like in another frame. So I I don't know. Um I don't know. Now they ended their beef and we got this song.
2: And they showed us what they could have been doing for uh, over a decade. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? They put their pride aside. Cause this shit was a banger. A banger. A banger. banger. A banger. Like every type this could be a vibe song. This could be a get lit song. This could be a you feeling yourself, song like this. This shit fit every time. you your back, song. Like, like no bullshit. This shit feel, feel every type of mood and just scene. Like this song is perfect.
1: What were your opinions on the song?
2: Um. All right. So Chris Brown did his thing. Obviously, Drake did his thing on the two verses he gave. Chris was crazy with the hook. Um. I mean, I just said it. Like, yo, this song was fire. Like, I need more. I need more music like this. Like. How do you feel? if Drake and Chris Brown gave me I'm, honestly, I could listen to a whole album of Drake and Chris Brown. I feel like
1: okay. How do you feel about Drake getting two verses on Chris's song? Because this is still Chris's song. Yeah, and he Chris pretty much did one verse. I still consider it Hulk. Chris Brown's song
2: because I know like the town talent, how talented of an artist he is. Like Drake didn't know, in my opinion, like no one got overshadowed in the song. Yeah. Because okay. he's still he's still singing the hook. You yeah. feel me?
1: Okay. So okay. Like, we can both No agree matter on what, that.
2: no matter what, he's he's he, he had the last say. I'm pretty sure he Drake. sang the hook after Drake's last verse, right? I'm trying to remember. No. Alright, well regardless. I remember Chris Brown. Like yeah. he doesn't get overshot or he doesn't get overshined by Drake. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, it doesn't that doesn't matter to me. And that I didn't even notice like he. Uh, Drake had another... One more verse more than him.
1: Yeah. um, But if if you
2: think about it, it adds up because he has the hook and then he has a verse.
1: No, because it's like Drake goes in, he does the hook, and then Chris Brown comes in for his verse, he does a hook, and then Drake comes to finish the song with the second verse. So he
2: just went three straight times, you feel me?
1: Yeah, and me personally, I fucked with it because, you know, I fuck with Chris Brown and Drake, so obviously I'm going to like it. But when I listened to it, I kind of felt like it was more of a Drake song that Chris Brown featured in because when I was listening to it, I heard the Forty influence. So I knew. Um, for people who don't know, Forty is uh, Drake's producer. So I knew what Drake, what Forty did to that song. I looked at the credits and I saw Vinyls had a key in producing that shit too, and Vinyls is also signed to OVO. So it's definitely a. Re- it's definitely a Drake record. But, yes, I agree with you where they did well with not overshining over each other. like They both know what they were good at. Drake is good with the smooth shit. Chris is good with just singing and his delivery. So that's how I think they worked they well perfect with compliment.
2: each other. Like, they complimented each other very
1: well. Exactly. One now, here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I'm only going to say this because um, I'm from Boston. And I only think people from Boston are gonna really going to speak up on this. So what I like is crazy. For people who have been listening to this show for a while, I've been praising this artist who goes by the name Shay Crew. So I've been playing his songs a lot for my Vibes of the Week. I've been talking about him a lot, just promoting him because I support any local act who actually has talent and is trying to make a name for himself. Um, so for people that don't know, Shea Crew's song was actually sampled in uh, No Guidance you can hear it clear from the beginning of the song, and then you can hear it all throughout the song. Now I, I think he that's got dope.
2: Paid. I hope he got paid for I that. hope
1: he got paid. He definitely had to get paid because after I heard this shit, I went on his socials, and before the song dropped, um, he hasn't posted anything since the song dropped. No tweets, nothing on Instagram, nothing like that. He ain't trying to take anything away from it. That, or he got something big coming. Because for a while, I've been waiting for Shade Crew to blow up. He had the potential... To blow up off SoundCloud and all that. Um, he He's gotten looks from Omarion, Bryson Tiller, Kendrick Lamar, and other p- people like that.
2: I'm not familiar with this man. How long has he been out for?
1: He's been out for a couple of years now. Shea Crew? Shea E Crew. Shea E Crew. Yeah, I think he might just simply go by Shay now. Um, but he's been known as Shea Crew. C-H-E space E-C-R-U. Um, So when I heard that they sampled Before I Die in the song, I was like, whoa, I think I had to flip that shit back multiple times to listen to that shit over again. And I was like, yeah, that's fucking Shade Crew. Um, And I think that shit's so lit because you know how I always talk about people from Boston not making it or a very limited amount of people from Boston make it. Even though he moved to L.A., he still claims um, Boston proudly, and he still says he's from Boston all the time. So that's why I still support the kid, because he he remembers where he's from. He remembers his roots. Yeah, so just to know that he's about to get this exposure, um, it's something great hopefully he can capitalize off of it. Exactly. I hope he does cuz the man's not even signed. Think about it like this. He Bro, pro- you he don't need to be solid. signed nowadays
2: to be doing anything big. No, but, no. Fact. What I'm
1: saying is like he produces all of his own music, like he does he writes his own oh, music, he he produces then. his he own music. paid. <laughs> exactly. And he's not signed, being from Boston and your first big big look is getting Sampled, sampled by off Chris, Chris Brown and, and Drake. Drake. That is an amazing look. And I feel like people aren't talking about that enough.
2: If anything, he's about to start producing for people You feel me?
1: Yeah. And if people were hipping up, they would they would have noticed that the track that we opened the show with is actually the track that um was sampled. Um I'll, I'll even play the beginning of the song now, so people are like, hip, you feel me? And then we could also do a breakdown of the song too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up the lyrics on my um phone because both of these dudes were talking a lot of... Both of these dudes are talking a lot of shit. Talking a lot of shit. I like... I like Chris Brown and Drake as a... As a collab duo. I, I hope to see a lot more from them in the future. They can make a lot of bags together also. Let's play this shit.
2: Bang
0: bang. Hey trips that you plan for the next whole week it's too long for a niggas so cheap and flex OD, so deep sex so deep you got it girl you got it
1: um you
0: got it girl you start with the I first verse talking. just start yeah, with man. the first verse pretty little thing you yeah, got about a bag and now you it. listen it bro. you just took it off the line on my legs waiting oh. you to dm looking talking while you come around and now they silent through the Cooper 17 no bodies you be staying low but you know what the fries is ain't never got you know it being
1: modest pop and it only cause you know you popping yeah you- break okay so let's let's tackle this first verse right over here trips that you plan f- trips that you plan for the next whole week bands too long for a nigga so okay so pretty much drake and chris brown are pretty much just talking their shit um, well Drake is talking his shit well yeah Drake is talking his shit obviously um, talking about a shorty uh, he pretty much is flaunting that his shorty got it obviously they're saying through the whole song you got it you got it but particularly in Drake's verse um, he's pretty much flashing off his shorty um, knows that his shorty got expensive taste knowing that a bunch of dudes are uh, hitting her up and then shorty's just dip, dipping them left and right um, so we know what the general vibe of the song is going to be it's a nice summer track people like to I feel like this is the type of track I'm about to play when I go out to brunch to brunch have you ever been to So High no I haven't well now that you're an adult you know when we do some adulting we're gonna you know put on our shit and go to so high <laughs> go, go drink some mimosas yeah bottomless mimosas at oh. society on high uh, oh boy oh boy but go. yeah I can definitely picture um listening to this shit uh, that type of feel cause that's exactly what Drake has giving me for this ex- um, entire song and man it's just singing like my favorite parts to that verse are um let me look back way they hitting you the DM looking violent talking wild you come around and now they silent I was like ooh because that means a lot of niggas are talking shit but as soon as you walk right by niggas ain't saying shit me because they know exactly what the deal is and i feel him i feel him
2: that's the story of a lot of niggas lives right now
1: exactly it's like yeah when people when you got a bad shorty um some people don't like flaunting their shorty like me I don't, I don't like i don't like flying but when people like do flaunt i get why they do you feel me it's just like yo you got mad Yeah, mad niggas looking and sometimes you when you pop it now you're like yeah but y'all none of y'all are getting them you feel me um so that's dope and then we get into fucking oh my fault did you want to break any of that down i was just going in
2: no i'm gonna jump in when i feel necessary
1: i'm gonna just go right in and play chris's shit because when chris came in he reminded me exactly why this was his song
4: You, got it,
0: girl. You, got it,
1: girl. you know what i think actually that's actually a great thing to bring up when people are making songs like these because the way i see it i feel like drake and chris brown has have made this song like so many times but they still find new ways to like make it fresh
2: They've never made this song before because I've never heard their vocals on the same track before. No, but
1: you know why I'm, I'm talking about subjects, like subject matter. Oh, they, yeah. they like talked about this shit all the time.
2: This is what Chris Brown specializes in.
1: Yeah, but here's what I think. Or here's what I want to ask you. Do you think when people like Chris Brown and Drake are just writing this shit, do you think they're just coming up with everything they'd say to a shorty and then they just put it down on paper? Like do you think I they think just everything, write a bunch of pick I think, up lines down on paper and then To be honest,
2: it? I think everything they say comes from experience. You think so? Do you know how many girls they probably fucked with in their lives? hmm Especially ever since they became who they are. They get their pickings. Like I definitely believe they've they fucked with girls that definitely got it, got their own bags. No, I mean you bring them around other people. Like I, I can like if you listen to the lyrics, like this is all very real. Like this, this shit happens all the time.
1: But I also feel like this is all pickup lines, also. Okay, you telling me. L- listen to this, right? Yeah. Eh. Now listen to this, right? You're telling me you
2: gotta add some flair to the lyrics. You're telling That's all me it is. It's just story with flair.
1: You see a brother pull up. See, a, you, see. Imagine you're chilling at a bar and you see a brother pull up to a shorty. If you hear. I don't want to play no games. Fuck around. Give you my last name. No, you are tired of the same damn thing. That's okay because you got it. First of all, you would no, want to no, think my my, my man all, was no, smooth as shit by saying no, that? No, because no dude is ever doing
2: that. Mm. You think a nigga coming up? You, if read, you read, them, was, Drake? read them Read <laughs> them exactly. It's <laughs> if Chris. If you Chris Brown, Brown and or Drake, then. you don't
1: need to say that. You don't think so? For what? I'm Chris Brown or Drake. You know who I am. You don't think Drake was saying that to to Rihanna? That's Ooh. nah, Rihanna. that
2: don't that shit. Would work on Rihanna. If read that one more time. Think that work on Rihanna.
1: I don't want to play no games. Yeah, fuck around. And give you my last name. Yeah,
2: you think that that line right
1: there Boy, working on tired Rihanna? Tired of the same damn thing. That's yeah. okay, cause baby, you got it, girl. That's working on a regular you got chick.
2: It. That ain't working on a celebrity.
1: That ain't working on a celebrity. If
2: you're Drake or Chris Brown, you gotta Drake remember these celebrities
1: Brown, are just normal people at the end of the day.
2: Drake or Chris Brown? Nah. Okay. They're normal people, but they don't live normal lives is what I'm saying. So okay. what they experience, they probably hear that on all, all the reg from niggas in their fucking DMs.
1: <laughs> so you're telling me the only ones that are going to catch a vibe from this are regular? I'm regular not saying people?
2: who's going to catch a vibe. I'm just saying. Where you, <laughs> I'm saying you said where their influence stems from. Where, I'm not saying this is just pick up line. I'm just saying this is just real stories.
1: No, But also here's, a, here's, all, here's another thing, right? This works on regular people, right? But when your celebrity is like Chris a and-
2: regular person saying that to a regular person it wouldn't work it would only work if a celebrity said that to a regular person
1: you don't think that would happen if a celebrity saying that to another celebrity no because think about it like if you're a celebrity all your people or friends are probably all celebrities so you're probably talking like this to everybody
2: no you don't talk first of all if you're talking like that to everyone it gets around
1: Drake and Chris get around exactly exactly so mi- that means nothing to anyone that means nothing to them because they're just saying it it still gets the shorties no,
2: it doesn't. You just said you just said Drake and I, Drake and Chris Brown get around. You just did. said that. What is that? What about
1: What they're saying is going to get around. What do you mean get around? That's what you just said. No, I said yeah. What if they they're say saying is... that it's going to get around exactly. But I'm saying it's still going to work because it's it going to work. Drake?
2: <laughs> How you're saying? If, I'm telling you, if it's a regular girl, yes. But if it's people who. Who are up at, at their status? Why would they subject themselves to something like that? Why would they get used by Drake alone or Chris Brown, unless they actively want to fuck them?
1: Guess we'd have to talk to a celebrity because because it makes no sense.
2: That's it. like me. That's like a girl telling me, "Yo, I want to fuck with only you and all that," but I know she's a hoe. You really gonna take her serious?
1: No. So thank you. Wait. Thank Wait. You. <laughs> wait. 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 Because we have to be subjective. <laughs> so you're saying? Wait. I just repeat that sentence back one more time, so I can. Uh, that's like you me. That's of.
2: like that's like a a hoe, coming up to me talking about I want to give I want to be your woman like I want to hold you down, but yet I know she's actively out here hoeing. That's that's the equivalent of those lyrics. If you said that to any. Like if for the status they are like Chris Brown and Drake, like you know they're fucking bitches. Yeah, Them saying I, I want to give you my last name that doesn't mean anything to you. You just know they're saying that to get in your pants.
1: Ah, uh, so you're saying it would only happen to us regular people? Because yes, because we're the only ones that we're the, we fall for the for the false promises. And no, not even that. We could, we fall stand.
2: for the star. We get starstruck. Ah, like a, you think a regular girl if she saw Drake, Drake said that to her. She what? <laughs> what <laughs> She's gonna be at like a high school girl remember how high school girls acted when Justin Bieber came out facts that's gonna be a girl now just a regular old girl now if Drake came up to her or Chris Brown came up to her and was like I wanna give you my last name or some shit at the, at the club or whatever
1: you think they ain't going home with Drake so you're telling me when we become famous right yes when we become famous watch what you saying right now you're in a relationship thank you I wasn't gonna say anything crazy okay thank you um, I wasn't going to say anything crazy. But I was going to say, if we were famous, you're looking at. <sighs>
2: yeah, think about it.
1: No, because I, I just want to. Because I'm saying how all celebrities, when they're talking to other celebrities, they're talking to them as if they're just regular people. Because, like, they're all famous you feel me but i feel like a certain there's a certain like amount of drake, there's a
2: certain way you speak to them though you just you know because of their status you're not speaking to them like the regular
1: person i mean drake i mean there's a certain level of respect you like give that person i feel like if i was a select if i was a celebrity for example if i was somebody hollywood's fake bro name somebody that's like new and popping if i was like okay okay okay, okay now nah, this is perfect every celebrity gets starstruck when they meet beyonce right no not every celebrity Every celebrity that's not well, I was I was gonna say every, anyone who wasn't on her level, but then fans would need me alive, and the Beehive would be like,
2: nobody's on her level.
1: But like people that are just first of you on the Beehive suck my dick. Okay, <laughs> but anybody who um is at that level, they're gonna get starstruck when they um. They're gonna get starstruck if they meet Beyonce, see Beyonce. Beyonce carries herself a certain way. If
2: Beyonce were to say that to me, I'd be, I'd, I'd probably nut in my pants.
1: Because you were regular, yes. but if you were a celebrity, it would be the same thing. No. Yes, it would, bro. Actually, with Beyonce is different <laughs> because, yeah. fam, we But human you know, Beyonce is unattainable.
2: You gotta with Beyonce though. You know, there's a certain level of unattainability. Like you can't have
1: that like there's a certain level of mystique you feel me see and then we go into conversations of the chase see when you say because you can't have that then the chase becomes part of the conversation we, we well. talking about lyrics right now you I want know we talking me, about lyrics you the, you the one that brought it to Beyonce you the one that brought it
2: to Beyonce the chase no,
1: I don't know yeah we we, all we, all fell, all philosophical off, of we fell off we fell off hell out of this combo. I'm just saying that like Drake and Chris Brown or any celebrity I feel like when they're writing lyrics like this, it's just all pickup lines. I like know. it's just like, yo, they're what can too, I say to too, have the people going too crazy? Clever for that, you feel huh? me? I feel too, like that's all Chris Brown. It's just smooth
2: talk. It ain't pickup lines. It's just smooth talking to girl. Exactly.
1: They ain't pickup lines. Those are pickup lines. Nah. When when you're just when you're just natural. Pickup
2: lines is when you actually, yo, you, this is this is what's gonna help me get, get her home. Like she's gonna come home with me if I say. This. Well,
1: and yeah, you can easily talk like I'm that. it's naturally and, smooth. If I'm smooth
2: me? talking shorty. Like I'm. Just like complimenting her Like yo Gassing her up Or some shit Or like you no, know, Just making a conversation But just sounding sexy In the conversation That right there You trying You trying to Take her home type shit Okay Off that line
1: Alright I hear that I hear you completely Now let's go into The rest of this shit You got it girl You got it Because Drake's second verse You got it girl I don't know how Drake this shit I'm also gonna say I can't wait for this Chris Brown album because I think this shit's about to be fucking great. Especially with the singles we've gotten so far. Alright, listen to this shit, y'all.
0: Play no games. Freaky. I can learn a lot from you. Gotta come teach me. You a little hot girl. You a little sweetie.
1: Okay, when you listen to this sweet verse, like did you think the like party me, next door at all when you like heard this verse? Like no, I tell you
0: crazy, I hear yeah, me. I,
2: yeah I didn't hear, I didn't hear party
0: next door. I in
1: mine, now that you said it, I get it. In
0: fact, okay, that like was another
1: free. thing that I wanted to bring up. That's another thing I wanted to bring up. I mean, we know Drake doesn't write everything. Yeah, but no, no, that's not that's my, <laughs> that's not my thing. That's not my thing. I believe no, I believe Drake wrote all that i believe jake wrote all that okay. there's definitely a party next door influence on the um on that verse my thing with that is where the fuck is party next door writing why isn't you he putting out music, music pro- himself
2: because you don't make money writing or making music you make money producing and writing music
1: yeah but you should still put out your own shit it's like, like i i hear what, what that what? means it's like tied all the he's like writing um, a bunch of music for other people, doing features on all of his shit. But he's still doing his own shit, you feel me? I don't, when was the last time I got a Party Next Door probably, album that actually banged, you feel me? I didn't even like Party Next Door 3, so I'm not calling to that. Him,
2: I didn't like it either. Exactly. But for him, I feel like he has a certain level like of a standard. He wants to hold for his own music. So he probably does take a crazy amount of time like with every single song. Make sure the productions right. Make sure every lyric is right. So I think like he's probably working on a project right now. Cause every time I hear like I see a Party Next Door project, I don't hear no announcements about it. I don't hear no promo, no marketing, no nothing. It just I just see a Party Next Door album.
5: So I, I expect.
2: Think- I really expect that for him. Like I at this point, I'm used to him going. I don't like this for so long, so mm-hmm. it's really just second nature. So, whenever he drops music, I'll be grateful. But I'm for the music he has out right now, I can I can live with.
1: I think um, I know
2: I have his. I know I'm hearing his music and other people's uh, music, so Thanks. the influence is definitely there.
1: I think he's not being utilized by Drake enough.
2: What can Drake do for him?
1: Here's the, well. This like is he, he this has is a pal- bigger conversation. Party doesn't now. need Drake. Wait, here's the thing, because he has a. This is a bigger conversation now that you say that. What can Drake do for Party Next Door? Party Next Door is Drake's artist. You feel me? Now, when we talk about that, we can go ahead and break down all. Drake of o- has a lot of artists. OVO sound. Yeah,
2: I was about to say, hey, you want to do that? Like, and what's uh, popping
1: about them? Think. Okay, let's think. He has a lot of talent on, under Drake. Has a lot of talent under him. He has Party Next Door, Division, Roy Woods and Magic Jordan, because Safe isn't signed to them. Yeah, so yeah, The ones I know about, he has Roy Woods, Division, Magic Jordan, and Party Next Door. All four of these acts were supposed to be big and popping. Magic they Jordan have was... The,
2: they all have the potential to be.
1: They do, but party I'm... Party is I'm, out here. Party is big and popping. He is, but I feel like the label... I'm I'm thinking label issues for the reason Party isn't dropping. I'm thinking label issues, because... When all four of these acts dropped, they were supposed to be this big and poppin' thing. And then when they were new, yeah. People were talking about them. Aren't they but big then in Canada? Shit just fell off, huh?
2: Aren't the rest of them big in Canada? I don't
1: I mean, I feel like you have to be big. I feel like you're big, yeah, but we always become based. True, but I feel like in order to be really successful in the business game, you gotta make it overseas. In other words, you gotta like make it here global, for you your global market global to be big, case. you feel me? And I mean, th- they
2: do have a following. They do have a following in the States, all of them. It's just not as big as it probably is in Canada. But they probably do have a following that's big enough that they can live successfully off of that.
1: No, they definitely have a following. Like anything that, anything so far that had OVO attached to it. Was is, like, you getting, feel me? Was like, like all those traction.
2: names, I know every single one of those names. Exactly. I've heard music from every single one of them. They all got bars, but they all each have their own sound too so it's really hard like the way for Drake to really put them on is to make music with them mm-hmm. and feature on their songs not mm-hmm. them feature on a Drake track
1: and he, he I think he's done that all for everyone's first album but it hasn't yeah but
2: like when's the last time you heard Drake featured with any of them exactly that's the only way in my opinion that's the only way Drake can really do that unless he's bringing them out like with him on, on tour and shit
1: mm-hmm. name the name the last big Roy Wood song balance how long ago was was that really a big song or was that just a song you liked right, hold
2: up Apple Music will tell you the the last uh, big Roy Woods song
1: I can tell you Roy Woods doesn't have a big song hold up yeah drama was cool um like he had a couple of tracks off of um what was his second tape whatever his second tape was
2: Waking at Dawn
1: yeah he had a couple of good tracks off there but before that before besides that he hasn't had a breakout single yeah balance Um,
2: Balance was the best song for me, but I, I hear it.
1: Magic Jordan, they were supposed to blow up after um, Hold On, We're Going Home. They had maybe a big song off their first album, and then they kind of flatlined and have been riding under the ratings ever since. Um, who's next after that? Isla McConan was signed to OVOS at some point. I hated him. They didn't do anything with that. Bro, so he was he trash. He yeah. was trash. Facts. He gave us Tuesday, and then he gave us trash after that. Uh, who else would sign an OVO sound? Division. Okay, I love Division, so I can't talk shit about them. They, Division, I think is a, a low-key group that probably won't be crazy, crazy big for a while. And I think that's just because of their level of R&B. So that's why I give Division their pass. Their pass. A Party Next Door is supposed to be Drake's second, bro. And the fact that this is what's coming of Party Next Door's career is making me upset and sad as a Party Next Door fan.
2: I really think Party just doesn't want to, like, make his own songs. Well, I really feel like he's more comfortable. Like, he doesn't like the spotlight. I really feel like he's more comfortable just being in the background. Okay. I really do feel that way. Because every time, like...
1: Do you think... He all... just
2: looks like the type like uh dude that just keeps to himself.
1: Okay. Like, not, not even I his music.
2: It. Like, when you, look, when you really look at his music and everything and hear his music, like, it fits him. Mm-hmm. To stay in the background and just... Be low key, do his own thing. Like I, I, I like, it just fits his personality. So I'm not really shocked that he's not in the limelight, like, getting the publicity that he should be getting. Probably <laughs> does. It's like Kawhi Leonard. It's like the Kawhi Leonard to rap,
1: mm-hmm. party next door. He's doing that thing. He's yeah, cruising by.
2: He's doing his thing, but you know he's that nigga. But he's low key as fuck. Just <laughs> cruising by.
1: Okay, so with that being said, because. Do you know that uh, Party Next Door had a big help in um, making, if you're reading this, is too late? Yes. Okay. So with that being said, do you think everyone in Drake's camp, everyone under Drake's label, do you think they are there mostly to help Drake out with his own music? Because think about it like this, right? Drake raps. Drake raps. We all love him as a singer now. He's starting to become nice with the w- words when he's singing now. Name a rapper that is signed to Ovio. To Ovio is all singers. Drake doesn't need help with rap. He does need help when it comes to singing, though. So do you think these people are not blowing up on Ovio Sound because Drake is pretty much taking everything from them? No, that's a wild, that's a wild claim to make. But I don't some. think Drake,
2: well, Drake. If that's the case, Drake. If Drake was on any other label, he'd be taking everything away from everyone else because he just brings the label so much money. Why would you not want to give all your resources and and, You know what I mean? Just everything you can to Drake because he will capitalize. He that's a great investment. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So with OVO, like he is OVO. Facts. But um, if he were, I don't think he, he does that purposely. I just feel like he has to do that just to keep the brand alive and everything. Like, OVO is huge in Canada. I'm telling you, like, they have, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure their practice facility is named after OVO. The Raptors? Yes. Well, yeah,
1: but that's only because Drake's the ambassador.
2: But, like I'm saying, like, th- their presence in Canada is big. And I think we don't, like, that's not stated enough. And that doesn't, it's not prevalent enough. Because we're just t- talking about America. Like, they are all Canadian they're from Canada first and foremost so like yeah America America's market is great but it's not their first market it's not probably where they prioritize it's not even where they're based Mm -hmm. so why the fuck would they care like what we want to hear when this we're not their priority we're not their crowd so Drake is the only one that really caters I feel like he's more he's in America more than he's in fucking Canada but I really can't say that I don't know this man's schedule but he's the only one that's really him and Party are the only ones out here in America that have done their thing consistently and successfully. Magic Jordan, like you said, only had like one song. Division ain't really big in America like that. So that's why I feel like they're just not as big as they should be, especially to me and you. Like, we know music. We know we know them as artists. Other people, they're not, like, if you're a casual listener, you're not going to go out and listen to Magic Jordan or Division just because you don't even know that name. Mm-hmm. So I cater to the American market when you know how americans are
1: okay okay rich
2: (laughs) this is what happens
1: i like rich's take That's what happens when he starts becoming more invested in music i like it i like it yeah we gonna be big some days just wait on it (laughs) all right um yeah we we took a long time that uh discussing that whole song um all right let's move on so uh we heard the unfortunate news that david ortiz was shot in dominican republic um he is now in stable condition and he is in recovery but it was um some tragic news to hear over the weekend uh we all send our best condolences over to him cuz he is pretty much one of the biggest hearts of boston um he put himself out in the forefront when the boston bombings happened um so he pretty much embodies the spirit of boston especially if you know david ortiz everything that he went um everything he went through in his entire career and him being who he is in a place like Boston, um, city holds out for their own. You feel me? And everybody out there was also spreading their good wishes, so we wanted to spread ours as well. But uh, what were your opinions on anything when you heard about it? Um. So one, he I heard when he got shot, he just ate that shit like a
2: like he just ate that shit. And um. But one, I heard he got it was a setup by the police because they're corrupt. Yeah. Wait, like, what? Bear with me. I don't know if this is true. I just, I've been, I, I read an article.
1: Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read I a report.
2: I read a report, and it sounded really convincing. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, apparently, he fucked a drug lord's wife. So, that drug lord paid that dude or whatever to do that. And, yeah. That's, and I'm like, it makes sense. Because the dude got caught up like right after He got his ass beat. Like you know he got his ass beat by the niggas around. So as a result, I'm just like if I'm going to if I'm going to shoot David Ortiz like one I'm not getting caught. So it, that's why that's what gives more credence to the story because Drug Lord, I could see a Drug Lord paying some irrelevant ass dude like you'll go take care of this for me. I'm going
1: to give you some money. Cuz he fucked his wife, but
2: yeah, what you what you
1: take? Um when I saw the when I saw the video Because there was videos of the dude that actually shot him. um, Because what was happening. Yeah, apparently he got shot while he was at a bar. And I saw a video of the actual shooter getting fucked up by the security bodyguards and all the dudes there. And that shit looked bad. That shit looked like... I feel like if there wasn't people there to stop him, they would have killed homeboy. So I thought that shit was crazy. Um, But I don't know... If I believe that story, because doesn't doesn't David Ortiz have like like a family? Doesn't he have a family? And? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, man, he Dominican. What's that mean? Oh, don't do that. Don't <laughs> what the fuck's that I mean, bro? Don't do that. That's supposed to be our cousins. No, do he Haitian. That. He, Haitians <laughs> are the faithful one. What? You he, got that right. He's Dominican. He Dominican. <laughs> he Dominican. <laughs> you got that right. Um. Mm. Mm. yeah you got that right Mm. but um yeah i don't know if i believe that story if it is true then that's wild um but yeah you can't you can't fuck think you can just fuck somebody up in their own hood and just think you can walk away with it you feel me like i don't know why everyone tries to test people when they're home because like they got familiar with they people, got X that the people way. That are they home. got chinks that way. They got nips that way. And well, now you are home, got
2: nah, It's, it's a pretty easy assessment. When you're home, you know the environment. So you think you can get away easier. Like, all right, I know where to go. I know how to set this up. I know how to do it. I know the connections. Like, I can make this happen real
1: quick. Yeah, but also, when you're home, you must know you got people. You feel me? So that's me. what I'm saying.
2: Like, if I got people and I want to do something like this, I'm like, all right, yo, listen. Let's talk it over. Let's make it happen. How are we gonna do this? Like, yo, you set you set up on this corner right here. Let me, you feel me? Like, it's very easy to when you know when you know your environment.
1: Nah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the shooter who had people. I'm talking about David Ortiz having people. Like, when you're home, bro, you know you're you got all you got like bodyguard, security, everybody surrounding you. So why home, would the shooter think yeah, he can actually? First try of all, first
2: that? of all, if you seen him, he was just chilling. Like, he was chilling amongst his people. Clearly, he, when he's home, he doesn't have all of that. And I don't think he even has all that when he's out here because he's so loved and shit in Boston. Like Boston, mm-hmm. probably another like Dominican for him. Like he does whatever the fuck he wants out here.
1: Yeah, I remember when he came into my job one time and just feed him.
2: You don't even charge that man. Feed him here. Here you go. Yeah, he
1: had some event on our rooftop bar, and shorty I was working with fucking screamed in my ear as soon as she saw him because I guess she didn't expect us. You see the coming. warship, but yeah. It? But, but it's so. like
2: back home. It's not. It's not the same because like we've already had the same conversation with Nipsey before. Um, with X and everything, like people see you doing, people that grew up with you see you doing things that they aren't doing, and yet it's been the same timeline. They're spiteful, they feel some type of way, they got animosity towards you. But in this case, this nigga's just stupid, and yeah, drug lord, yeah, fucking the drug lord's wife, yeah, yeah, that kingpin, kingpin. I lied, yeah, kingpin.
1: Um, well, I don't know if that story is true, if it is, and that's a wild take, and I feel like I gotta take like another. Assessment at that whole shit, but... He's hey. fine. He got oh, shot. yeah, yeah. He's cool. He's
2: fine. He's a, th- he's a big guy, pause. But, um... <laughs> yeah, he's a big guy. So, you know... that you have to say
1: pause after that? <laughs> I've
2: been watching a lot of boondocks right, <laughs> lately. I've been watching a lot uh, of boondocks lately, you know, bro.
1: Niggas are so weak, yo. <laughs> but now I'm, not, I'm rubbing, not calling you. But, my nigga so. Riley
2: rubbing off on me. I don't know what to say.
1: I hear you. I hear you. Um, So, yeah, we wish him a speedy recovery and hope that he's good. And all that. Another thing that I wanted to touch upon is... Um, we the
2: best!
1: We the second best, actually. He a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's a DJ cat Ka- Yeah, all right, Yeah, right. I'm going to let you bring it in. Yeah, so a little premises. DJ Khaled was tight because um, his album debuted at number two. Knowing DJ Khaled, he is a, he's a man that makes hits after hits after hits. So when you don't see a DJ Khaled album go number one, it raises a lot of questions. Bro, he's you getting don't, old. He's getting old. Yeah, but I think he's still got the potential to make um, good I music. I, I saw what he was trying to do with that album. I saw what he was trying to do. A lot of things didn't work because it, a lot of things felt out of place since he was doing so much shit on it. Um, but he was pretty much upset because his album fell number two on the billboard charts and Tyler, the creator's album was number one. Now we knew DJ Khaled when he did his whole rebrand and he was spreading all this positivity shit on Snapchat. We all fucked with him because we saw everything he was doing and we thought nothing but good things out of it. But now to see him do this, um, actually come at another man's success when Tyler, the creator, he's been doing his own thing since his career even started. You feel me? He and came out, right? He came out when we were in middle school.
2: No, I'm talking about like he came out, came out, like he came. Oh, uh, I don't okay. know about that. I'm pretty pretty sure he came out.
1: I think there were a lot of um, speculations on that, and I don't know. He might have said something on. I mean, he might have said something on I'm, the track, but I'm
2: pretty sure he came out. Hold up.
1: Yeah, no, I'm pre- like I said, I hear a lot of rumors about that shit too, but I don't know anything officially. That's why I'm just not going to confirm that officially, you know.
2: I'll tell you in about thirty seconds.
1: <laughs> I had heard, but um, yeah, he came out. Wow, well, no, he came at Tyler's um album, pretty much calling it trash compared to his album. And oh, Tyler, he, sa- he
2: said
3: that
1: he didn't. He didn't say the words trash. He didn't even mention Tyler by name. But we all know who he's talking about. You feel me? Um, let me actually let me just play you the clip because uh, Khaled went on IG, posted a clip, and then deleted it right after. But you gotta love the internet, we save that shit as soon as that shit drops. So I'll play it for you just so you can hear what he said.
4: I gotta say this too I make albums so people can play it and you actually hear it. You know, driving your car, you hear another car playing it. You know, go to the barber shop. you hear them playing it. You know, turn the radio on, and you hear them playing it. You know, it's playing everywhere. It's called great music. It's called albums that you actually hear the songs. Not no mysterious shit, and you never hear it.
2: on your dome. sounds spiteful. Oh, spiteful as He sounds shit. like a hater, to Spie be spiteful honest. Spiteful as shit. He's basically saying... Why why does this content get more love than my content? Mm-hmm. But um, I hear what he's I hear what he's saying because with Tyler shit, like I said this too. It wasn't for me just because it was more sounds and lyrics and everything. It was more of a vibe. But that's just if niggas fuck with it, niggas fuck with it. You can't control what niggas fuck with, so stop being a hater and just congratulate the man on good work. Like yo, mm-hmm. he tapped into the audience and the audience gave him his recognition. Yeah. Yeah, He ain't the best. Like you said, he's second best. Deal with it. <laughs> like
1: you said, he's second best.
2: <laughs> yeah, Um. apparently... My thing is, like, he's been in the game for so long. He's had so many number one hits. Like, really, bro? You debuted at number
1: two and it's a problem? Really? I mean, when you're somebody like DJ Khaled and you're constantly making hits and your album goes number one every single time you put it out, I guess I understand, like, why people not be upset sh- you wouldn't yeah.
2: shit on another person like that's where he unless fucked you up. I, unless you have beef with this person actively you shouldn't be shitting on him especially yeah. tyler the creator like you chill out like he don't bother no one. Oh yeah he's <laughs>
1: doing his own thing and i'm saying and that's where he fucked up because um one you never knock him, another person's success never knock another person for their success and the fact that it, it was tyler tyler the creator we're like, really, out of all people, yo, Tyler's just living his best life. He's he's one of the people that is just like Frank Ocean, who they drop some shit, they go away for a little bit, still active in the world, but then they drop their shit later. So technically you have no reason to even want to beef with um Tyler because man hasn't done you any harm. So the fact that you are doing that just makes you look corny, you you feel me? Um And then I heard some shit about um, DJ Khaled actually suing Billboard because apparently what happened was he was supposed to go number one, but he didn't go number one um, because Billboard didn't count some of his um, bundle sales. And when I say that, that means when (coughs) he was promoting the album and he was selling the album, he was doing it in packages. So apparently what fucked DJ Khaled up was When people bought a certain package for the album, they got the album along with um, some sports drinks because apparently he got a sponsorship with some um, energy drink company. So I think the sales that he got from that, Billboard didn't include that in their data because they said all that was invalid. Where Tyler, he was kind of doing the same shit because he was doing packaged bundles with um, merch and buttons and other shit like that, too. So, all the sales that Tyler got from that, Billboard said was valid, so they included that in their data. But the fact that they didn't include DJ Khaled shit is why he fell at number two. So, now he's suing them. Because, like, yo, technically I was supposed to be number one, but you left some of the data out. So, that's why y'all... Is that why he's suing, spot. or
2: is he suing for lost money, lost wages?
1: He's probably gets lost wages, too, because who knows? He, he might... There might be something in his contract. Um where he gets more money if he hits number one or something like that. I don't know. Data is like everything to people nowadays. So the streams count. So when people aren't getting the right numbers, they think they're not getting what they're worth. So that's why DJ Khaled's tight. I still think it's corny just because of how he presented it to the world. He's corny. He could have done that shit under wraps the, under the and radar would have been yeah. fine, you feel me? But the fact that he brought it out to the public light is what made him look corny.
2: If he simply said, "I feel like I should have been number one because he got the he got these bundled streams to count for him, but not for me,"
1: I would understand that. I still would have been like, "Nah,
2: bro." No, no, nah, nah, I, I can understand that because it's fair. It's all in fairness. Like, feel me? Mm-hmm. You got to be fair. Keep it consistent. That's right. all I'm saying. But watching the video and hearing him say what he said, he's just uh, old man sounding like a hater.
1: Yeah. Say so, that completely.
2: Suck my dick, DJ Callie. <laughs> you the best. So, no. so you
1: weren't, were you not a fan of his album then? No, I told you this. I, I, I yeah, liked yeah, like you. three songs. Yeah, I won't lie. Since it dropped, I don't find myself going back to it either. I, I played just That's us, sad, really. I, I like You Stay. I fuck with You Stay a lot. Me killed his shit. Yeah. Baby killed his shit. J Balvin and Jeremiah both killed their shit, so that's why I fuck with that song a lot.
2: Speaking about Baby, that nigga is getting played out real quick.
1: Well, I'm talking about low Baby. You're talking about The Baby,
2: but I hear you. Yeah, so I said, <laughs> speaking of Baby. Facts, speaking, speaking of Baby. The Baby. Yeah, let's talk about The Baby real quick. Yeah, his music is getting really outdated real quick. Everything sounds the same.
1: Oh, so you agree with the masses?
2: Oh, 100%. I've been said this. Oh. I never could bump him consistently, consistently because... After like three straight tracks of him, I'm just like, why am I listening to the same shit? Mm -hmm. It all sounds the same. Unless he's on a feature of someone else's song where the beat isn't the same as all the other beats he chooses. And he has to switch up his flow. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Then it's a good track. But like all his tracks where he's just doing singles. They sound all the same.
1: But here's the thing. It's the same beat. No, no, here's the thing that's weird because... It sounds good, but it's just like, I'm, I'm tired of it. No, but here's the thing. All of his singles are from his album that came out. Like, Baby on Baby, right? We took that all in as one project, and we loved that shit as a whole. Now, as he's getting big, he's just dropping singles from that same album. So, like, when people are saying, yo, he's... Like all of his music is sounding the same. These are literally all singles from just one album, so that's why I don't get when people are saying all of his shit is already outdated. Bam, the album just came out. Album hasn't even been out for six months. <laughs> album hasn't even been out for six months.
2: No, he's had he has mixtapes out though.
1: Yeah, but those like those songs aren't like t- being talked about right now. Like the no, song that I'm made him go mainstream about, I'm is I'm Baby on talking,
2: Baby. I'm not talking about his mainstream shit. I've listened to his mixtapes too.
1: So, but. When Baby on Baby came out, you didn't have any problems. You said this shit was actually hard as hell.
2: Yes, but it's been how long? Like, you got to see some... How long is it? It's been a couple months, like three, four months. And he hasn't put out anything new yet. So I'm listening to the same shit.
1: Yeah, but then people are complaining on saying he makes the same music.
2: No, I'm saying his music all sounds the same. But you wouldn't have that problem back in the day when it came out. Well, when it came out, because it's fresh. Give me some new content where I can give myself something new to hear. If I, if all the content mm-hmm. I have to hear, sub, substitute. Mm-hmm. If all the content I have to hear is your old shit, obviously I'm gonna get tired of it. Mm-hmm. That's like Drake coming out with Take Care and only having Take Care out. We've been dumb bumming Take Care for like ten plus years.
1: Yeah, but that's not. I hear what you're saying, but that's not what everyone else is saying. Fuck what
2: everyone else is saying. <laughs> I'm saying what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> nah, but the whole point of the topic. Was people are saying that he I agree makes with them. The same music. like, like I, you know. Uh, when, okay, the, the know word Migos, makes the word makes. Migos is the, and is Future the... when they went on their shit, where all their shit sounded the same, but we were still eating it up. That's what people are saying about the baby. But I'm like saying you're like, yo, Future like doesn't sound
2: the same. He just has the same lyrics in all the songs.
1: Yeah, but my case with the baby is like, this is all stemming off just like one album or his old shit. It's not like he's releasing new shit and it's all sounding like his old shit. He released one project. He hasn't released anything new since because he's been riding the wave off Shug and the album in general. So he's not releasing new music. Um, and when he does release new music, I feel like it won't sound like baby on baby. So when now all this shit that the baby's getting, I just don't get why he's getting all you this. You want to know what it is?
2: You know, you want to know why people are saying it sounded the same? It's because um, I see him like doing um, like short videos on Instagram and shit, like mm-hmm. freestyle and whatnot. And it's all the same flow and it's all the same cadence. And yeah, when he
1: does, like, those thriller videos. Yeah, it's
2: all the same shit. That's probably why people are saying that.
1: Yeah, I hear that. As well, so one thing to... I will say about the baby, his delivery and flow, like, is really, uh, like, he he doesn't really change up his flow and delivery. He can't. Yeah, it's all it sounds like.
2: It's all evolution, though. It takes time. Yeah.
1: He's only been, been, he's, he's only killing. been out for
2: like two months.
1: Exactly. Uh, yeah. He's been out for a couple months. Yeah. And I still think he's killing it. Like, his feet... In terms of new verses...
2: He's capitalized we, on his on his uh, publicity.
1: True. In terms of new verses, we had his verse on um, YG's uh, single when he did the remix to Stop Snitching. We got a new verse off that. I thought that verse was fire. And then when he did his feature on Meg The Stallion's record, I thought that shit was hot too. So... And I think those are the only two tracks that come to mind that are um, fresh after "Baby on Baby." So, I just think people gotta give this shit time. Maybe people are like getting sick of it because they realize how fire the kid is, and they just keep listening to his music. So now his shit is just becoming overplayed. But mm. give the man, give the man some time to put out some new shit, and then everyone will be entertained again. People were ready to just cancel the baby already. We have already, high I'm expectations, like, fam. I'm here, but I'm like, yo, you dude hasn't even been out for you, half of a. Well, he's been, coming, been out, but he like he hasn't been. He, has coming, been popping he came out swinging wild. with some heat. Yeah, and swinging on people also, like mm-hmm. figuratively and literally. Literally, you feel me? So he has the he
2: basically what's going on is he has the audience attention. Do something with it. Feel me? Keep it. Keep yeah. our attention. I hear that. That's all it is.
1: I guess knocking out dudes in the Louis Vuitton store ain't enough. So you got to find something nah, else. No, nah. no, no.
2: Knocking them out ain't enough. But knocking them out and knocking their box and pants off is enough. Really. Got <laughs> to knock your pants off while you do it. No cap. <laughs> but already, so, um, y'all know what time it is? It's the Rich Sports Report Report time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> had to do the song because you said I didn't do the song last week.
1: Nah, that's all right. We'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna I'm I'm find somebody to do the theme song wait on it big news coming wait on it
2: all right so um did you see the warriors in uh Tw- warriors in toronto game That's yeah that right? was
1: actually um game five was actually the only game of the series i actually got to watch in full all the other games came out when i was at work but yeah i actually had the time what watch, was uh, all right game.
2: so before we talk about the injury what was your like um how did you feel about the game as a whole
1: on no bullshit I was watching the entire game, and I was like, yo, so are we just going to foul this entire... Literally, I saw you tweet that. Literally, because I get it. The, it's the, an elimination game. Toronto shot
2: 11 free throws in the first quarter. Yeah. I know what you mean.
1: Here's why I, th- I thought OKC was trying to foul out everybody on the Raptors, because mad people were catching fouls just the first quarter. You feel me? Um, and then... Chick switched up, and then people on the Warriors started catching fouls. Like Draymond, almost fu- did he actually foul out? Yeah, he, no. he was at five at one point. I don't know if he fouled yeah, he out. He
2: finished the game with five. He yeah. had he had three going into the halftime. So exactly, he well. and that's he managed crazy. That very well.
1: That's crazy. You feel me? So I feel like the entire game, most of the shots were free throws, and I enjoyed the game because I was watching the whole shit sad because the Raptors never caught a lead or like a sustainable lead that would keep them over the top for a while until. Kawhi f-
2: Leonard went off
1: exactly until the very end where everybody started getting this shit together. Mike was making a rain. Fuck my surge was doing his thing. Um, so yeah, surge was doing his thing. I got to give him props for that game. Um, and then Kawhi stepped up and did um, his thing on the court. And I was like, word, like I'm, I'm it's crazy. Toronto really might be winning the their first championship. I was actually excited when they got that little lead at the end. And I was like, I, right, if they can make it, um, I was saying if they can make it with a lead of 10, then the Raptors got it. If they just can hold a lead of 10 points, they got it. At the end of the game, what pissed me off the most, <laughs> and it's crazy I have this much take, but this is what happens when I actually watch a sporting uh, event. You, see? <laughs> you, know you me? see? My thing is you were up. No, you were down by just one point. By one point. I don't watch the Raptors enough, and I already know that Kyle chokes. I've heard that from many people that he chokes. And I understand he probably also was not the one intended to take that last shot. He probably didn't know he was going to be the one to take that shot. I was thinking Kawhi just didn't think he'd get the shot off, so he tried to pass it, and then it just ended up at Kyle.
5: That's exactly what happened.
1: Exactly. My thing is, why... One, why are we passing it to Kyle for a game winning championship winning shot when you have Kawhi? You just gotta set something. I think I don't know, I think they had to set something up. Defense probably was, down for you? Defense was probably all over Kawhi. Hold on, there's that, there's that. Defense was probably all over Kawhi, which is why I understood. But that was one. And then two, if you were down by one, why are we taking a three? Those are my only two questions. Go ahead and break all that down for me. All right. So one,
2: when Kawhi had the ball, he was um he drove he was one on one with him and uh, Clay, and he drove into the paint and Igudala came to double team him as soon as like he touched the free throw line corner. Mm-hmm. So as a result, he picked up his dribble and once he picked up his dribble, he was double teamed, and it was like five seconds. Left, so he can't do anything with the double team because mm-hmm. if you want Kawhi Leonard to force it up with two people in his face for the game. I mean, that's a bad shot. <laughs> I mean, that's just a bad shot. It's not gonna. It's, the odds of that going in are very unlikely. Kawhi did it before, not with two people in his face. Like, right, nah, he was moving though. You uh, know what I was mean? about he, to say I was
1: like that. game shot that he, was shot that he, he took. He was he was fading. He
2: was fading to his right. He had the he had ball movement. Like he he had uh, the ball control. Like he can move the ball. Yeah, live dribble. This he picked up his dribble. So as a result, he couldn't go anywhere. He was stuck in one spot. Either force the shot throw it up or pass it so he passed it to Danny Green who in turn had Steph all over him Kyle Lowry was wide open he didn't fuck up he didn't break the shot he got blocked by Draymond Draymond tipped the ball so that's that's why he missed as badly as he did and it looked so bad I thought so too I was like there's no way this man really hit the backboard on a game-winning shot like that like you in the league and that's what you're doing she's talking about choke watch the replay bro you can see Draymond's fingertip Hit the ball. So as a result, that's why Kyle Lowry did that. But still, like you said, you want Kawhi to take that shot because he's the killer. He's the leader. He's been doing that all year. But, like, the Warriors want everyone except Kawhi to beat them. So they're going to get the ball out of his hands no matter what. Now, as it pertains to the game, it was a very good game. Um, I want to say Kevin Durant gave them a boost to start the game. And Steph Curry and Clay Thompson no, Demarcus Cousins came in right after Kevin Durant got injured mm-hmm. and held it down. I'm not even gonna lie. Like he he's a very important reason to why they won the game. Very pivotal. But um yeah, Demarcus Cousins was doing his thing. Draymond Green on the defensive end was doing his thing and rebounding. And Steph Curry was just keeping him in the game along with Klay Thompson, and their clutch shots, especially yo, in the, the last me two off minutes,
1: so much. When the Raptors were like actually on the move, and then Steph was like, sh- <laughs> when the Raptors were actually on the move, and they were being consistent, and then Steph would just throw it up, yeah, splash the whole crowd, <laughs> whole crowd splash. goes splashed. splash, and I'm just like, yo, fuck you, Steph.
2: But yeah, so what did you feel? What did you think about the Kevin Durant injury?
1: I thought. Oh, I have to go say what's up to Bella. I thought it was crazy because, um, I thought it was crazy how it happened because I didn't realize like when I just saw it, I just saw him take a step and he went down, but I didn't see it from behind when you actually saw like, like his leg moving. I don't know what his injury was, but just how his leg was moving, I knew my man wasn't right. And another thing that was crazy was the fact, um. How Toronto reacted to that. Not the Raptors, the but fans. The fans. And them fuck-ass niggas. It's crazy that the fans cheered when they saw KD got injured and was going to get out of the game. Now, let me just say... Classless. Yeah, it was classless. It was actually like... I felt bad cheering for the Raptors after that. You feel me? And it's not the Raptors' fault that that happened. It's not the, the players that did that. It wasn't the organization. It was just the fans. Um... It's crazy. I'm not going to blame it on Canada because I don't know if another NBA team would do that. So I'm not going to blame it on Canada. But I just think it's crazy. I get it. Y'all are excited. You're, you're about to win your first championship. It's about to be against the Warriors. You're in your hometown. Drake is wilding on the sidelines. Everyone's excited. But all human beings at the end of the day, you feel me? Like, this is their career, fam. And regardless of your opinion on how far my mic went out Um, I was going to say regardless regardless on your opinions on how uh, the Warriors might have gone if KD was there still cheering for the fact that he got injured is just in poor taste and you do not represent your team well when you do shady shit like that
2: you feel me ditto as a former basketball player I mean there have been I've I've been injured. <clears throat> I've been injured a bunch during like games and everything. I've had to be taken out of a game, and I can't imagine like hearing a crowd like clap for my injury.
1: Exactly.
2: You know how fucked up that would be. Like if I ever heard that the to man, be, the whole. Like, I'm Warriors, cussing out the whole crowd. The whole like I'm throwing the middle fingers happened. to the whole crowd after some shit like that. Like that. That you need more class than that. Especially <clears throat> they're professional athletes. Like they do this for a living. This is their career. Like you said. Yeah. And this man is most likely about to be out for the foreseeable future. Entire next year, like whole season.
1: Oh, is that deep? Is that serious? He tore his Achilles, bro. Oh, is that? That's it's a 9 to 12 Wait, month injury. Okay, so that's what? worse than tearing your ACL. So he was out originally for how long? Indefinitely. No, no, like before he came back. Indefinitely. Indefinitely? When did yeah. this injury happen? Um, was this last round? Houston. Game five
2: versus Houston.
1: Okay. And he he wasn't supposed to be back for the finals at all. Then
2: They never gave a timeline. They just said indefinitely.
1: Okay, and, and my man just said he was good. He said he was good to play or he was clear Bro, cleared I'm not play.
2: the team doctors. I can't tell you this information. I have no idea. What? I have no idea. I'm not the team doctors. No, I wasn't yeah, yeah. there. I just know he decided to play. He but I said like he could you, play. He
1: could play. But I also feel like you're supposed to get cleared for that. Bro,
2: was uh, think about it this way. When you're a player, you want to play no matter what. If they say you can play, it's up to you. What are you gonna say? I'm gonna play, especially if it's a championship game, and you know your team needs you, and you know you're Kevin fucking Durant and what you can do. Of course, you're gonna play. So I don't fault anyone for this. Like I, this is no one's fault. Like if he, if everyone believed that, not like I'm pretty. I've heard reports that they all believed the doctors, the team, Kevin Durant, all believed that. The worst he could do is just re-aggravate the injury. No one believed that he could tear his Achilles.
1: So that's what happened last night? Yes. Um, Wait, so before, before that, what was the injury? Calf strain. Calf strain, and then last night he tore his Achilles. Yes.
2: Same oh, like shit. Oh, it's all connected.
1: Oh, like he never, the calf strain, I thought he just made his injury worse. but Well, and he did, but... I didn't realize it the added Achilles a whole did, new injury.
2: The Achilles is related to the calf strain. Probably wasn't strong enough. He shouldn't have been putting as much pressure, momentum, force on that one leg. Because when he planted, when it happened, he planted his right leg like to stop right yeah, in front of the surgeon. That's that's where he put all his momentum and weight and
1: everything. Did he knew that was a possible? Like, did you knew it was a, possible he could tear his Achilles if he played?
2: Me personally, if I know if I can, I if I know I'm coming off an injury early. And the doctors told me there's a possibility you can tear your Achilles.
1: I'm not playing. Oh, I'm not playing at all. So well, I, don't, I just want to know if Kevin I re- had that
2: information. No, I'm, like I said before, like I'm very sure I'm, I've seen reports and heard reports that they all believed, all the Warriors medical staff, all the Warriors team, the organization believed the worst he could do is just re-aggravate his calf strain. So he thought it was worth it. Especially in the elimination. Game. I mean, you can be calf strain; you can just fix that over the summer once the season's over. Achilles, you out an entire season, nine to twelve month injury, minimum.
3: Do you... And then it takes
2: an extra year to get back just from playing a year, mm-hmm. so it's a two year injury.
1: He's so thirty. It, so, with the fact that uh, Durant was out for as long as he was out. Do you associate that with the reason's why they were down 3 and 1?
2: 100% because you saw when they were and playing. Then do
1: you associate him coming back for that short time? Do you associate that with helping with how the Warriors were able to win game 5?
2: Did you see how they were playing when he was in the court? Like they looked they were clearly the better team when he was playing. Like it was obvious. even on his injury. It was obvious. And did he
1: look like he was good when he was playing or
2: did he look injured when you were playing? use your eyes. You tell me. Did you did he look I mean, injured? I can't like, you said you watched was, the whole he game. Was
1: playing, yeah, he was playing, but like I can't pick things out when I but see. But like, when you, I'm a asking you with your eyes, with through. your it, eyes, though, did it, he look it looked like normal basketball? Thank you. It didn't look like he was doing anything wild. It looked like He was trying to be careful.
2: Thank. There you go. He was just being cautious. But, but he, he was, wasn't. He wasn't being tentative though. Yeah. He was still doing everything he did. He was just being smart about it. Uh-huh. He wasn't forcing the issue. But um, when it comes to, they but had
1: his leg and like they. I, I, I saw that he tweaked it first, right? They I saw they wrapped his leg up in something, and didn't he go back out again, and that's when he teared his She's Achilles? He probably iced it. He's probably just icing it. And then he went back out again, and that's when he teared his shit. Okay.
2: But yeah, the eye test tells you he looked fine.
1: So with that being said- And then you think- when
2: you saw him on the court with his teammates, they they were clearly the better t- Oh, sorry. They were clearly the better team. <laughs> Just, bro, you really trying to
1: break my shit? Bro, bro man, I was literally Pause. just holding it. I was, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm talking about his uh his uh, closet. I was literally just holding it. But um, what was I going to ask? So with that being said, we think game six is automatically going to Raptors? No. No? Because it's
2: just the Warriors at home. True. The home but court maybe, advantage um. is a very big thing in basketball.
1: Okay. And I was thinking that last night, and too, And they have which three days off. They
2: have three days rest. I'm pretty sure the game is until Thursday. Uh, yeah, yeah Thursday, sure. and then game seven is Sunday. Yeah, they got three days off. They're chilling.
1: But it was crazy because um, the fact that the Raptors were at home, I thought they literally had everything they needed to win the game. They
2: did. They just lost the game. Yeah, the Raptors lost that game.
1: True. They even uh, even when they it's the fact they fell short by one one point. It's the one point that kills me, fam. But hey, I mean, I
2: want the Warriors to win, so I'm not really upset. But like I said, the Raptors lost that game. You want the Warriors to win? Yes. Why? Why not? Why do I want the Raptors to win? They. Why not give it e- to the
1: underdogs? Like, why Why not just give them their one and possibly only championship? Fuck them. All right. Damn, man, I don't like the underdogs, bro.
2: <laughs> nah, if you're coming out of the East, I want it to be the Celtics. If it ain't the Celtics, I want the West team to
1: win. But if it's... But if it's... um. If you're repping the East knowing that you beat the Celtics, wouldn't you be happy knowing that. The team
2: that beat you won the championship? Exactly. No. No. Because no. then I feel like. I don't want to be known. I don't want to know that we lost to you on the road to your championship. I don't want to know that. No.
1: So you might try to feel, hey, yeah, they beat us, but then they ended up losing yeah, to they, the Warriors. Yeah, they suck too. They still suck. Yeah, they suck too. Wow. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. That's what I see. It. <laughs> Man, don't like giving people
2: their flowers, bro. Nah, not when you beat me. <laughs> All right, I I'm worried. I suck, but you suck too. What did you do? You were the first to lose, nigga.
1: <laughs> Feel me? Heard you, Russ. a loser. Heard you, Russ. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. All right. So next I, up. Hey, I just want to say I would have been happy because they would have got their first chip. Maybe their only chip. Drake would have put out a fire track. <laughs> would have had this whole summer going. And then. There's still two games left oh yeah fact, Warriors no, have to win win think all the two. Raptors are going to win I think the Raptors going to win yeah, Warriors The fact that, win that Game 7 two. is at their home Fam if they lose Game 7 in their own crib This is going to be an entirely different conversation You got
2: to remember drink game. No one in that team has been in the Game 7 In the finals before That is a completely different like Environment
1: Kawhi's never been in the Game
2: 7 Besides Kawhi, no one, besides Kawhi and Danny Green No one has been in the Game 7 In the NBA finals like that well, the, do you I, like? That's lot, Like you got to think about the circumstances of that game.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Every this is the last game of the season. Legitimately, everything you do will be dissected. Everything you do matters times ten. Okay. Just because it's the last game. But I also, so when like think about it, Kyle Lowry isn't clutch, right? Yeah. Imagine him in the last two minutes of a game seven on the at home. Okay. How high expectations will be. Okay.
1: That's a lot of pressure. But I feel like the fact that they're they're at where they're at right now every game is going to be like that no like, when you're no, not, when you're on the road game, it's easier to
2: play cuz you have zero expectations the the team the home team expects you to lose nah, if fam. you're expected to lose then what what do you have to lose for what do you have nah, to lose
1: game 5 game 6 and game 7 all three of those games are elimination games for the so, warriors yeah but their pressure the pressure is on them true but the pressure is also on the raptors because they only need one game to win a championship that's why there's no pressure no, that's why I think there is pressure because be if pressing, you lose if, all 3 games. That's just overthinking it. So you think you think the if Raptors If it was a regular
2: if it was a regular series, if it was the first round of the playoffs, they wouldn't think that way, right? So you think the but Raptors because the finals, last night.
1: You think the Raptors last night went into the game thinking Their coach lost Oh, it's okay if we their lose. Coach we still lo- got two no, more games. That's my thing. That's
2: what I'm saying. They're playing to win every game. They're not thinking like that. They're not thinking, oh, we have three games to win. Like, no, they're thinking, all right, we got to win to this win this game. next game. Yes. Exactly,
1: that's what I'm saying. That's why, if I'm saying, every team plays like that. So no, no but,
2: team plays like We had three games. We just need one. Like, exactly. No, but what no I'm saying is, like
1: we're saying that Kyle Lowry in the next in the last two minutes of a game seven is going to be wild. Game five, game six, and game seven. I'm treating them all as game sevens. You feel me? That's what I'm saying. Like, how Kyle. It's, it's
2: different, though, knowing literally this is the last game. Okay. It's a just just knowing that, like, in the back of your head, like, legit, after this, there's the summer. Like, yesterday, Kyle knows if I miss this, all right, we have another game. It's We're still fin- in the back of his head, but I know he's not thinking that actively, but you can. It's subconsciously, you know that shit.
1: What did you think go? Th- what did you think went through his head? Because you know, at the end of that game, he did not expect to get the ball. He got t- got tipped.
2: He, and if it didn't get tipped, and I saw like how we actually shot it, then I can give you like like a, a good synopsis or analysis of it. But because it got tipped, I I don't know what he was thinking. Like it could have went in for all I know. If it I, didn't get tipped,
1: I th- because when I say that like Kyle chokes, and that's. The reason why we lost, he's been true. showing up in the finals. Yeah, he's been showing up. That's why I'm saying, um, when you're saying when you're not sure about how he'll do in the game seven, I'm saying I think he'll do equally as well as he did in game five because all no, of them are going to be eliminations. Nah, but what I'm saying is, for that last minute, when Kyle did not expect to get the ball and he ends up getting the ball, he was able to throw it up in time, true. But I think it's because he didn't expect the ball,
2: he was ready to shoot, he caught it ready to shoot. Once Danny Green got it, like he knew he was getting the ball because he was next, he was the wide open one and next open. He just had to hit the shot. He he looked like he knew he was getting that ball mm-hmm. after Kawhi like, left Kawhi's hand, so he he just got it. It just got tipped. Okay, similar as that. Okay, he didn't choke there or anything, because you can't tell if he choked because he got tipped. Okay, if he airballed the shot and then Draymond didn't hit it, or if he hit the if he hit the side of the backboard and Draymond didn't hit it, oh my god, pressure got to that
1: nigga. Uh. Easy. So we're not we're not blaming Kyle for this, or we're not blaming. There's me. no one to blame for their loss except the coach.
2: Coach called the timeout when they were going on a 10-0 run. We'll call i
1: Leonard for what? They called timeout. I thought Warriors they called, called timeout. timeout for what? Because when I saw them going on their run, I was like, yo. they called the timeout to stop their own run. I was See, like, that's the thing. I didn't know it was them. I yeah, thought the Warriors called you, the timeout. You would think, right? Because I was like, yo, you're going on a run. <laughs> you, you should think, call the timeout you would to think. slow think. these bitches down. You, feel you me? would think, yeah. I hate even
2: you. even the casual fan would think something like that. NBA coach gonna stop your own run. The fuck?
1: (laughs) I hear that. I hear that.
2: And that's when Clay and Thing started hitting their shots after. Fucking Clay. But um alright, so how does this how does the Kevin Durant injury affect Kyrie?
1: Yeah. How? (laughs) How? Go ahead. Break it down.
2: Alright, so when you think about it, the teams that wanted Kyrie also wanted Kevin Durant. It's a package deal. Now, because he's going to be out the entire season next year, do you even want Kevin Durant? Because that's just a wasted year, and you're giving him money for no reason. You feel me? Okay. And then when he comes back, you have a whole other year that he's he's just using to get back on his feet. He may never be the same player. So do teams really want to invest that kind of money in Kevin Durant? So as a result, like I said, the teams that want Kevin Durant want Kyrie. If they decide they don't want Kevin Durant, are they going to decide they want Kyrie by himself? Because we all saw what Kyrie did by himself in Boston. You see, it's all like a chain reaction. It's all I'm just, So that's why I'm like, will the Knicks still want Kyrie to come to New York with like Jimmy Butler or something?
3: Because mm-hmm.
2: we've already seen what he can do in Boston with better pieces than that. So is this really what we want to give our max dollars to? You feel me? Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, they wanted Katie and Kyrie. Do they want Kyrie now? You've seen what he did with his leadership role in Boston. He'd be the leader in Brooklyn. Do they want to deal with that? Mm -hmm. So it's just a lot of things to think about. And it's just we're just talking about Kyrie, but like, for example, all the other free agents are affected by this as well. Because Kevin Durant was the best one. So wherever he went, everyone else is gonna fall. The dominoes would fall in place. Okay. Now that no one knows what the fuck is going on with Kevin Durant, it's
1: just a free for all. And you think because Kevin Durant is down, people aren't gonna want Kyrie because they wanted Kyrie and Kevin together. I'm saying the team. Yes. So exactly. you don't think Kyrie's good on his own? Mm, I don't think
2: <clears throat> Kyrie is great on his own. I don't think Kyrie can get you a championship. I know Kyrie can't get you a championship by himself. And that is the purpose of winning or so, to build the basketball team to win a championship. You're not just going to give Kyrie $35 million a year just to what win 35 games a year?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: For what? Why would you do that? You'd rather build through the draft or spend your money wisely somewhere else. That is, you got to think about who, who, like, what he's done, what his track record is. The only time Kyrie's won is with LeBron. Yeah. He didn't win by himself. He didn't win when he was in Boston. He couldn't do it by himself. He proved that. He proved he was a terrible leader. Mm. So you already know what you're getting with him. Is is? that an is, is, Do you want to give your max dollars to that by himself if he's the only one coming to your team?
1: Will that really improve your team? Okay. Those are
2: things you got to think about.
1: Now I hear that. I hear that definitely. So... Where were the updates on um, AD? Um, you don't think AD Knicks, would be a good fit with Kyrie? The, I still don't think they'd win a
2: championship.
1: Not until you don't think they could do no. it. No.
2: Huh. AD. First of all, AD can barely get the Pelicans to the playoffs by himself. That right there, red flag. If you're Kyrie a superstar, if you're a superstar, Kyrie Kyrie's a borderline superstar. If you're a superstar, you should be able to get get it. <laughs> If you're a superstar, you should be able to get a team.
1: That's a take. I'm sorry. If you're a superstar. Sorry. Sorry. I need to move. If you're a superstar,
2: (laughs) you need to get your, like, you just need to get your team to the playoffs. Like, you feel me? You just need to be able to get your team to the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know if Kyrie can do that by himself. He can't even get through a whole season by himself. So, I very, I doubt he can get a team to the playoffs. Andy Davis can't even get the fucking team to the playoffs by himself. But yet, they're top ten players for some reason. Overrated. Both the pelicans over, over in anthony davis
1: is over oh, right? anthony davis he's a he's right a in. great player but he's not a winner yeah when no talks about him coming to the celtics i was like why <laughs> i was like why like i
2: understand the west is deep and everything but all right you got to do sign. feel me he's only made the playoffs two years out of eight okay that's terrible
1: so who are we getting Fuck, fuck Kyrie. Fuck where he's going. What We're not getting we anyone. We
2: don't have the money. We ain't getting
1: no one. We're getting no one? We're not so getting Kyrie anyone. Kyrie's just going to leave and that's it? I would. I hope so. Damn. Fuck Kyrie. I'm hoping we get somebody else big.
2: Yeah, I ain't worried about that. All right. but you. um, So Bruins played tonight, game seven at home. Stanley tonight? Cup championship. Yeah. yeah. It's tomorrow. Yeah, it is tomorrow. You're
1: right. Yeah. But um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Yo. I never gave a fuck about hockey until playoff hockey. It's crazy. Every single time, I I never came until playoff hockey. I think the parade would be on, like, Saturday. Yeah, and that's what's crazy because I got, like, every day off this week, and then I go back on Saturday. So it's crazy because I'm a double, and if there's a parade going on, I'm going to, like, I'm going to get all the... I don't know. People are going to go to the parade and then come to my spot right after. Oh, you're going to so, get all the traffic. Yes, I'm going to get all the traffic afterwards.
2: That means and, tips. People going to
1: be faded. Facts, but I also hate parades because people are so annoying because people are already fuck, fucked up and they just want to get more fucked up. And then they just like say all this shit. And I'm just like, see now, fam, now I got to fight you. You feel me? <laughs> so I'm hoping if the parade is on Saturday, that's saying, if we win, I hope we win. If the parade does happen on Saturday, I'm going to have to find a way to call out of work. Um, But what was the score for uh, game six? Was it? Five to two. Four to two. Five to two?
2: Five to two. Four to two or
1: five to two. I forget. Five to two. Five to two. Yeah, I I remember catching that score um, after I left my brother's graduation dinner.
2: Regardless, they play at home. So it's at home on, on what's called Wednesday night. If they win at home, it's gonna be fucking crazy in Boston. So crazy. I don't think people are ready for that. Um,
1: What's that tomorrow? Oh, I'm so yeah.
2: sorry. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry for you if you go to work on Thursday morning in Boston. Cause good luck.
1: Um, <laughs> Three parades. But yeah,
2: That's I honestly crazy. expect them to win because the team we're playing—they should first of all should never win Game Seven. Like they're they're not in our class to be honest. I think we've been playing down to their level, but um, I think. Every time we win, we beat them significantly, like 7 to 2, 4 to 2, 5 to 2. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh, these games aren't even close to winning. And they're barely beating us. So, yeah. Yeah. you just got to play like I know we can on tomorrow. And we're going to take home the Stanley Cup and get Lady on Saturday.
1: That's a fact, B. That's a fact.
2: Oh, yeah. Fact. That's
1: it for the Rich Sports Report. All right, word. New music. So, we already talked about Chris Brown and Drake's track. Have you listened to Tiger's album? legendary summer summer album <laughs> so you fuck with it
2: it's all right i was I, yeah i do fuck with it i'm not even gonna lie i do fuck with it because i was bumping in on the way here after work on the way back home after work and it was it was it was good um light-skinned Lil wayne that's my shit
1: is it okay
2: yeah i don't know why it's just catchy i hear you i'm telling you this this is all summer music like legendary with gonna 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 killed it yeah i don't think
1: i i didn't get to that song yeah i stopped at a vibrate with sway lee yeah 'Cause I was listening to the whole shit and I was like, Yeah, sounds like a sounds like your your normal tiger, tiger, yeah, tiger, tiger. tiger record, but now that he got his clout back, we're supposed to look at it differently. That's yeah. <laughs> no but no, that's I was thinking,
2: I was like, yo, Tiger Loki been on it lately. I feel like I have to give it a a listen just because of that.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, like yo, I owe this him that like much. Tiger shit. Just off the
2: strength that he's tiger. I gotta give him a listen.
1: Exactly. And then I was listening to his shit, I'm like, Oh I don't know, I don't tape's not really for me um maybe i haven't listened to it that clearly i gotta go this back is, this is some shit you put maybe on I the gotta...
2: background and you're getting lit exactly i was like i haven't listened
1: beach. to it i listened to it one on uh <laughs> i decided to listen to the album on uh Late quiet ride back home. You feel me? So I just don't think I was at the right vibe. That's what not the re- that's not the vibe that. to be listening to this. Facts. Thing. I gotta have a honey on the rocks Facts. <laughs> if I'm
2: listening to this shit. Getting ready pre gaming type shit. Facts. Light like skin low Wayne. Hey. All right. But yeah, Rowdy Rich came out with a single out the mud. That shit was fire. It
1: was. That shit was fire. It was. Um. I still need a Rowdy and Meek, Meek track. Song. Please. Yeah, I still I need my I need I still shit. need my Rick Ross album. Facts. We're gonna keep saying that every week until we get it. Um. Rowdy is special in the case where I think I said it on this podcast not that long ago he wasn't really past the mantle but since he was the last one to um have a single out with nip nip kind of that's you you kind of got some big shoes to fill now so I like that he's continuing to put out um dope shit uh to go back to the taiga record I remember I was about to say something crazy because I see my man Chris was featured on the album, twice, and then I got back to thinking, like, yo, you think at some point Tyga and Drake had beef, because we didn't hear anything guess, Tyga, bro, Drake, in what? a while, they been had, what, Tyga it and Drake, wasn't even right, a it
2: wasn't even beef, it was just a shot, I'm pretty sure Tyga ain't fuck with him after that, yeah, it was, um, it was, I forget, I think it was, uh, if, if you're reading this, it's too late, he was like, um,
1: oh, he said some shit about Kylie, right,
2: yeah, you need to check, oh, you need to check your girl's age, no, no, was it? Need to check your oh no 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 no, you need to act your age and not, not your, your girl's, girl's age. age. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Since, yeah, it was that line. I was like, oh yeah, it's Tiger. Oh yeah, Tiger. Oh, that's the oh, only shit. time I can remember them taking a shot at either one of them taking a shot at.
1: Oh, shit, um, I forgot about that bar. That's crazy. That's but the yeah. only time though. I was thinking of that because I was like, hold up.
2: But Tiger definitely provoked twice.
1: Him to say and that. I was like, hold up. Throughout the whole Chris and Drake beef, Tiger was signed to Young Money with Drake. But Tyga has always been boys for Chris. So now I'm over here like, yo, Tyga and Chris never stopped working together. So now, I'm, so now I'm thinking, damn, did Tyga and Drake have a beef too? But then when you bring up that bar, I'm like, right, they actually did have beef. So that's uh, that was good to remember. Uh, what else has come out? Future dropped a nice little EP, Save Me. What did we think about it? I didn't like
2: it. You didn't like it? It was too wholesome. Wholesome? It was too Wholesome. If you listen to the songs, he's telling you to be a good man. I don't want. I don't like this future.
1: So this wasn't the toxic masculinity future that and you that's wanted.
2: That's the future I need. <laughs> what does that mean? And that's the future that I, I I just like that better. It Sounds better to me.
1: So you didn't like the production of it at all? No, I like the
2: production. I just didn't like it. Okay, It just, just wasn't my album. Like okay, I, this I like Future's music, and this this is just not my anything i wouldn't like repeat like i don't catch myself going back to this
1: no i hear you i hear you completely um yeah i was i'm i was never like that with any future project so i hear you completely but i enjoy i don't i don't think i got through the entire tape but i enjoyed the first two tracks xanax damage and saint lucia
2: saint lucia is my favorite track on it if i had to pick one
1: yeah i fuck with the production a lot um it sounded like future was trying to be experimental and it's crazy because i didn't even peep but save me is categorized as r&b and soul so that's funny
2: <laughs> bro I'm telling you he's trying that's to be funny. on his wholesome
1: shit he's trying to be a I mean I don't bro. think he's ever gonna drop another album bro, like Hendrix. buy your girl Chanel. Chanel
2: like he, he said a line where it's like yo let me buy you Chanel some shit let me be let me change my ways and buy you Chanel some shit it didn't like,
1: sound fire bro it sounded too wholesome damn you didn't have your Burberry shirt ready no damn future
2: I had my fuck bitches, fuck bitches get money shirt ready. You feel me?
1: Damn, I was on that
2: type of vibe. Crazy, but not nah, future had to disappoint. <laughs> had me thinking about yo, should I propose to shorty right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because when the wizard came out, everyone was trying to say that oh, future's toxic to shit. Yeah, and I don't, even, I don't even think I listened to that many tracks off of I that, still listen the to the wizard.
2: That intro, non, never stop.
1: Oh yeah, that was a fire. That's intro. my shit. Going dummy is still fire, also.
2: Yo, that song, album is very underrated.
1: Yeah, I think I might have to listen I'm to that shit on my way, way back, back to yeah, Bridgewater and maybe listen to that listen. When, uh,
2: after this, to be honest with you.
1: Facts. And I did that also with a Cowboys album. I went back and listened to it because I listened to it first week it came out. I was like, I. Right. Then when I went back and listened to it again, and I was like, Oh, I really, I really fuck with his style. and Then I realized why I fuck with his style so much is because it reminds me of Dirk. I might have said that last. Oh no. Oh yeah, I did say that last week, but. That was the part that uh, got fucked up at the end of the podcast. Also, let me just say this quick. I apologize for last week. A uh, little technical issues for the people that listen to the podcast. Y'all know what happened. Um, yeah, that shit shouldn't happen again, definitely. It was error on my fault that I just didn't feel like fixing because damage was too much done. You feel me? But yeah, cowboy Cow, Cowboy's album. We talked about it last week a little bit. Um, was a dope album. Reminded me a lot of Dirk I don't know if he's signed to Dirk's camp Or if they're with the same people But I definitely hear a Dirk influence on that album And because I recently started Fucking with Dirk I think that's why I enjoy that tape Polo G dropped an album Another artist from Chicago What you know about Polo G? What I know about Polo G? What you know about Polo G? I listened to that shit on the way here.
2: Yeah, right. you didn't even add this to the damn
1: list. I didn't because I know you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, because right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, right. I know you would. Yeah, I right. listened to the shit. Oh, all, all right. Songs I what followed? was your favorite song? Um, I think it was Battle Cry okay yeah ask about me (laughs) i think battle cry and bst were my favorite tracks dying
2: breed is up there that's one did i
1: yeah dying breed was the second track on the album. pop out
2: pop out that's my song of the week so you already know that was my favorite track yeah was that
1: your first time listening to it
2: uh the song the album no the song yeah Uh, it's been out for a while i know Oh
1: yeah pop out been out for a while yeah um he also did a remix too with gunna and baby right Yep, but I didn't get that far into the. Album it was the song, last
2: song. Uh, pop out again. <laughs> was it?
1: Was it better than TJ? Or yeah,
2: oh, it's gonna end baby. It's gonna
1: end baby. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people, you know, don't like when people change the original. But yeah, I'll definitely. But you that. already
2: know. I felt that real hood shit. Facts. Felt like I of that. I wouldn't say drill music, but I felt ready to
1: shoot. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Feel me? Yeah. rep your set. <laughs> RSP 134, you already know. I my shit. Polo G, help Don't me out listen here. to that shit. That's exactly what. I was listening to head. that shit. Had my head nodding like I had dreads. I'm in this basement, shaking. Right? Hey, <laughs> nigga shook. <laughs> Who else came out? Uh, T Grizzly dropped an album. T Grizzly also...
2: dropped an album. Scriptures. Did you listen to this?
1: I listened to a little, um, of it. I only
2: liked a handful of songs off of this. Mm. Like, um, God's warriors, heroes. Yo, had to. Best song on the album
1: Yeah I have to give it Another listen
2: Um, What else
1: What I think is dope Is that
2: Scripture is also Another good song On the album
1: What I think is dope Is that he somehow Managed to get Timbaland to Produce that entire shit
2: Bro I feel like In the music industry All you gotta do Is ask
1: Nah but Timbaland bro He's a legend He's a legend bro He's the executive producer Of that album And I don't know Cause I still Count T. Grizzly As a new artist So What? I still, I still. I've been do. out
2: two years, bro. First day out came out two years ago. Yeah, but
1: tell me about his next big break after first day out. He dropped the album.
2: It just didn't. He's been big. He just we dropped the album. He no, dropped yeah, like two he, albums. He, he dropped like three albums. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's dropping albums, but I'm here. But what I'm saying is, he's just not big to us. He's under the radar. He's big. He's big in the streets, but he hasn't had a track since first day out that really made him pop. You feel me? So when people hear that. legendary producer Timberland is EPing your project we're supposed to get some traction and true a lot of beats on that album was fire and with T Grizzly's delivery flow and storytelling I thought it was very dope to hear as well sad to see that I don't think T Grizzly will ever be a mainstream act but I still like the shit that he's able to to produce you feel me so that's why I'm not gonna knock his album he's still he's still a fire act he's just I, I just don't think he'll ever go mainstream and it is what it is people are happy with where they're at in life okay i'd wanna if i was making that type of music i'd wanna still be taking over the charts you feel me because that's where the money comes in but to each their own you feel me um other shit that came out kiani leday i might be pronouncing that wrong but Uh, kiani leday put out a project um short little ep got six songs on it called myself that's really dope as well um offsets on it jennifer lewis is on it uh yeah, just a really smooth R&B project. I recommend everyone uh, checking that out. And I think that might be it for new music from me. We're still waiting for music from Ross. He, I'm still waiting for Shay Crew and Party Next Door. Oh, let's talk about Coffee. Who? Co- yes, um, she's a... Let me just say Coffee. Yeah, she's a um, reggae dancehall artist. She's fire. I think you should check out her album. It's called Rapture oh boy yeah it's fire am I um, going to hell what am I going to hell no okay it's just smooth vibes oh, wow. I never talk about it because you know it's a hip hop podcast but why not yeah she she dope I really think you should check out her music and I think that might be it for coffee um, vibes of the week coffee oh. yeah it's spelled with a K. K O. that makes sense all right <laughs> All right, where well, let's go into uh, reality checks, so we can do Vibes of the Week and be out.
3: All
2: right, so reality check, you know, I go first because, you know, I, I got to lead lead out here sometimes. So uh, as my second week on the job, I just uh, caught my first ad today. Hey. So, you know, they told me today that, like, it's only week two and I'm doing something that they expected me to, st- to be doing, like, a month and a half into the job. So, people, all I'm saying is if you do something, go hard at it. You feel me? Don't half-ass anything you do because you never know what you'll really be really good at if you don't really put the time and effort in. And that's what I'm doing right here in my job. I'm just putting the time and effort in, trying to be the best of what I do, and the results are showing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, hey, if I can do it, why can't you? No matter what it is, if it's playing basketball, swimming, cooking, reading, whatever, math, be the best you can be at that shit. You feel me? 'Cause you never know what's what can happen when you are the best. So that's all I'm saying. Just be the best
1: no matter what you do. And then for my reality check, it stems from watching my little brother cross the stage on Sunday. Man, there were mad emotions that went through me when I like greeted him after the graduation. Like when I saw him cross, I was like, Yeah, that's my dude. There you go, I see you. It was cool, but it was seeing him in front of me when I got out that just brought like this, all these emotions Aww. of happiness and joy out.
4: Aww. And I was
1: like, I was happy to see my little man, you know, go off to college. You feel me? Because I, for one, have always been vocal about how I didn't really change after high school, but I evolved after high school. You feel me? It's the way it should be. Exactly. And now I'm curious because. I see what he's like at 18 years old. He he's something. He's something at 18 years old. I'll just say that. But now the fact that he's leaving his home, he's going to Bentley. Let me just let me just shout my brother out cuz he's going to Bentley. Um so I'm curious to see what he's like in that scene and how he um how he moves when he's off into college. So my reality check um pretty much when you got a new opportunity in front of you, just be prepared for anything that might come from it. You feel me? Like a lot of people are scared to take chances. They're scared to take risks because they don't know what's going to happen or they don't know, um, <clears throat> they don't know what's going to happen or they're just comfortable where they're at. And let me just be the one to say me. I had to get used to changing so much shit because I was just comfortable with where I was at for so long. And I wasn't moving anywhere, so I just had to make moves, you feel me? And I can't wait to watch him do that. But for everybody else, I'm going to say, don't be scared to take the next step. I can say this for people entering college, for people leaving college, for people getting a new job, career, anything. Don't be afraid to take that next step. Because this is what you've been working for, for a long time, you feel me? Like me... I'm ready to be done with school and start my career because it is something I've been working for a long time. I'm happy that you're out there doing now. But even you, you went through fucking over Help. 18 years of school, 18, 17 years of school, and you're now starting your career. And, yeah, true, you got, you got um, to a place right now. But that doesn't mean you're stopping there. You feel me?
2: You know what's crazy when you say that? I think about, like, how long I'm going to be at the place I'm at right now. Cause I can't, I, I don't see myself being there my whole life. Exactly. So I'm just already thinking about that. Like what's my next
1: move? Yeah. I've been like, there two weeks. We got to take risks and be comfortable with taking risks. But then whatever happens from those, don't be comfortable with it. You feel me? Like my brother graduated high school. He's happy that he's done with high school. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Here's the next journey though. It don't yeah, stop. Now you got to yeah. deal with college fam. Now you got to deal with college. And after that, you're going to have to deal with the real world. And all these phases of life are gonna be crucial to how you grow up. So that's why you gotta take advantage of all that shit. And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk him into trying out everything in high school, everything that will benefit him. You feel me? Like anything that his high school didn't have, that college will have. I'm gonna encourage him to try out and do all this shit because he, he, because do, he doesn't know what he's gonna fuck with unless he goes out there and, and actually tries looks it. for it himself. Yeah. You feel me? Like I didn't think I was gonna be doing this podcast shit when I was in high school. I didn't think I was going to be doing half of the shit that I'm doing now when I was in high school. But it was because I was ready to take that step and take that risk and then worry about what happens later. Because I was willing to do all that, it got me to where I'm at right now. And true, I am comfortable right now. And for that very reason, me and Rich are already talking about switching things up for the show. Because I got too comfortable. You feel me? You will never progress if you except being comfortable in your lane you feel me you'll never progress and i got too comfortable so that means it's time to switch it up and y'all will all see those moves later on in the day but that's just my reality check to y'all you feel me never be comfortable with where you're at because there is always room for improvement and yeah preach bars (laughs) let's do vibes of the week
2: so um i already said it my my vibe of the week is polo g pop out featuring little tj you guys have already heard this song before, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to hear it one more time. Enjoy.
3: Iceberg want
4: a bag, bitch. I want a bag, bitch. Heartbreaker ladies love me like I'm Cool J She was tryna cling on to a nigga, but it's too late Book the flight to Cali, rocks and condoms in my suitcase And every single dollar in these bands got a blue face Diamonds in the rollie, they in HD like it's Blu-ray The way that I've been ballin' should make the cover a 2K Show out for the summer, I might pull up in a new rave This on the gang, that's gon' only get your crew chased And we harsh it down, better tighten up your shoelace Look, bro, get up close and let the Glock 22 spray We pop out at your party
0: Call a bro, he said he ready for the stay. What you claim, you a lame, you ain't never put a name Why I be around some killers that go crazy for the game If I showed you all my charges, you won't look at me the same Make some choices in my life, I wish I never had to make Lost my brother, seen him die, and I just seen him graduate Got that 40 on my side, and I'm just rolling past the But my hands could do the job, and I ain't talking masturbate I was in the United States, cause I had a bag to make I risked my life with side cause God ain't let me pass away Fuck some long, spin the block, just know we coming back today I call Polo, he come dolo, we get him the fast. We pop out
4: way. at your party, I'm with the gang And it's gonna be a robbery, so tuck your chain I'm a killer, girl, I'm sorry, but I can't change We ain't aiming for your body hit your brain we come from poverty man we ain't have a thing it's a lot of animosity but they won't say my name them killers rock with me little nigga don't get banged because they'll do that job for me while i hop on the plane
2: was polo g featuring little tj and i know you guys enjoyed so you're welcome
1: and he didn't say it but that song was called pop out
2: i did say that
1: now you just said this is that was little that was uh pop out Now you just said that was polo g pop out featuring Lil tj no, you just i said, said what i said Lil featuring little tj said i got you i got you so i got you it's all love. That's i'm here to build you not destroy you um so for my vibe of the week I am actually going to go ahead and play a track off of Keani Lede's track because I'm in a chill vibe right now. So this is Keani Lede featuring Kiani Lede, I will pron- pronounce that shit right at some point, featuring Jennifer Lewis, and the track is called Heavy. <laughs>
5: Don't got my priorities straight Don't know who I'm gonna be today I'm no victim but I deal with shit on the daily Something pulling I can't get away Never living outside of my head I don't like showing weakness so I always fake it Maybe someday I will gain composure Maybe when I'm older, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. Cause something feels like it's weighing me down. It takes control, turns my faith into doubt. Even when it's all working out, I'm on my feet and Pull out the ground, so heavy uh. And when you leave, damn, I feel needed I just can't take it If it ain't you who love me when I'm naked Fuck all my problems, wish I could solve them Don't feel that, don't feel that, don't feel that, way baby I can't My anxiety into excitement Maybe one day I will gain composure Maybe when I'm older, I'm scared
1: by Kiana Lede featuring Jennifer Lewis hopefully y'all fucked with that smooth vibe and y'all add that shit to your library also don't forget that we put all of the music played on this show on streaming services for you so whenever you want to just look and peep whatever we're listening to hop on Spotify or Apple Music type in the Urban Product Vibes and you will get all of our vibes of the week and all the intros and all the shit that we play on this podcast you will find it all right there You can just jam out with us. You feel me? But, um, yeah, hopefully next week when we come back, we will be your Stanley Cup championship. uh, Champions. Champions, right? And, yeah. (laughs) So it's been your boy DME. It's been your boy Cozy Rich. And you've been listening to The Urban Product. We will catch you all next week.
0: Love, deuce for I am uh, trying to fuck you, baby Hopefully we don't have no babies I don't even want to go back home Hopefully I don't leave you on your own Hit you up with the bomb, bomb, bomb Not a thug, but you still be my hoe Be a hundred thousand girls on my door Smell my dog, then we gotta get to go